Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Fighting Podcast, a brand new podcast covering the undisputed best sport in the world, MMA. My name is Ben McCrum and each month I will be joined by two guests to break down the pay-per-view event in the UFC that month. Now, we've got a bit of a change of plan this month, I know it's the first one, but the first guest each month will be Harry, who's a new fan of the sport, who unfortunately has completely lost his voice just days before the podcast, so uh, we'll have to wait until next month to hear from him, so cheers for that, Harry. But alongside me here is Jack, who will be with me each month as our uh, resident MMA veteran. So Jack, tell us a bit about yourself and how long you've been watching the sport. Hello everybody, I'm Jack. I've been watching the sport since about 2015, 2016. Um, my ma- my favourite fighter in the sport is Alexander Volkanovsky. Love him. He's a good bloke. <laughs> um, and I've been training MMA for about three years on and off. Yeah, I've got to say my favourite fighter is actually Max Holloway, so I know that's always a bit of beef between us when they fight, but I love Volk too, so it's fine. But yeah, so each month, Jack and I will be using Harry as a bit of a guinea pig to explain the sport and the upcoming event to you, the listeners, and then obviously to him. So let's get started this weekend. We've got UFC 296 taking place in the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. So we'll walk through the entire main card and let you know what you should be watching. So the first fight that we're going to talk about is actually on the prelims as it stands, but uh, Ian Gary against Vicente Luque has had to be called off because Ian Gary has come down with pneumonia. So this is our best bet for what might move in. So we've got a featherweight fight between Josh Emmett, number six ranked, against Bryce Mitchell, who's number 10 in the rankings. So what are your thoughts on this, Jack? Yeah, it's a, a big opportunity for Mitchell, uh, facing a former interim title challenger. Um, a win would see him climb quite high up the rankings, really. Like He's ranked 10 at the moment, uh, fighting ranked number six guy. That's a, a big opportunity for him, especially considering he's stepping in on short notice, um, replacing an injured Giga Shikadze. Um, but yeah, I think Emmett's not an easy task, but if he can get it done, that's a, it's big for him. Yeah, I mean, Emmett's a great fighter, I think. Uh, you know, I, I really like watching him, but to be fair, he's on a two-fight losing streak. Now he lost to uh, Yair Rodriguez a couple of fights ago, obviously fighting for the interim belt. Uh, and the most recent loss was to Ilya Tapuria, who also actually has beaten Mitchell. Um, but, it, it, you know, it's it's not been great for him. And on the flip side, Mitchell's won his last fight against Danny Gay. Um, the one before that was the loss to Tapuria, and has looked really quite a lot better. But I think it's fair to say that it's probably the classic striker against a grappler. I mean, Mitchell's won 56% of his professional wins via submission. So do you think it's safe to say that's probably the way it's going to go? A bit more of a wrestling match? Or do you think Emmett can keep it on the feet? 100%. I think if Mitchell can get it to the ground, that's that's a tough night for, for Emmett. Um, <clears throat> but if Emmett can keep it standing, he's got power. And yeah, he's, he's dangerous. Dangerous on the feet, so... Yeah, definitely a, a classic matchup. So I'm going to push you for a prediction on each of these fights, Jack. So what way are you going for this one? I reckon based on Mitchell's last fight, he looked pretty good. I think he gets it done. I reckon he gets gets a takedown, gets a submission. Okay, well, Topology, which is a great website for anyone who doesn't know it, uh, currently has 2,518 people predicting the fight. 62% of them have gone for Bryce Mitchell, and 62% of those people have said they think it will be by decision, leaving just 38% going for Emmett. 
I myself am agreeing with you. I think it will be um, a Bryce Mitchell victory, but I actually think it will be a decision. I'm going with the topology uh, masters on that one. So slight disagreement there, but yeah, I think Mitchell will get it done. Up next, we've got uh, a big fight in the uh, lightweight division. We've got Britain's own Paddy Pimblett facing El Kakui, Tony Ferguson, one of my other favorite fighters, to be fair. Um, things have been tough for Ferguson recently. After going on that famous 12-fight win streak, he's now lost six in a row, whereas Paddy remains undefeated in the UFC. So do you think it's fair to say, Jack, this is a bit of a passing of the guard? There's definitely potential for that. Ferguson's on six-fight slide at the moment. Um, lost a lot of big names, though, to be fair to him. It, it, he's not had easy fights. Um, so it's still a good test for Paddy. And I think if he can do it, it's still a good win for him. Um, yeah, so it, it's a, an interesting fight. Tony Ferguson does have David Goggins in his corner for this fight, so, you know, it could be a completely different Tony coming out. And as you said, like, the last couple of fights were, were tough. I mean, the last one maybe wasn't quite so uh, so tough for him. I mean, it was Bobby Green, no disrespect to Bobby Green, but, you know, everything before that, you know, we had Gaethje, Oliveira, Darius Chandler, like, those were tough, tough fights. But last time out, actually, uh, Paddy had a bit of a controversial win about a year ago now against Jared Gordon. How did you see that fight going? Did you score it for Paddy, or do you think Gordon won it? I thought Gordon won that fight. I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought Gordon won that, to be honest. Paddy, he did all right, but but against a, a not top contender, that wasn't the best performance he's had. I think it's safe to say since that fight, the hype around Paddy and his sort of stock in the UFC has dropped quite a lot. I think it's gone down. I think there's still hype around him, though. Like, you know, and especially if he wins this fight, Tony Ferguson, even if he is on the slide, he's a big name. So it's still a big fight for him. And if he can look good in it, then then the hype might come back. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, an opportunity for, for either fighter really to get back amongst the top 15 because they're both still currently unranked. I mean, mad to say Tony Ferguson's unranked, but they're both uh, out of the top 15 at the minute. So I think that's what they'll be aiming for. But where do you see this fight playing out? I think it's going to be mostly a stand-up match, to be honest. I, I think if, if Ferguson starts clipping Paddy a bit, we know Paddy likes to wrestle, so there's that potential. But I reckon Paddy's going to stand, stand a bang with him a little bit. And who do you see winning? I reckon Paddy. Paddy gets it done. I reckon a decision. Yeah, I think that's a fair enough prediction. Topology's got 2,904 predictors. 66% of them going for Pimblet and 49% of them going by submission. I think I'm maybe inclined to agree with you on this one. I think... I think Pimblet will probably be going for the takedowns, even though Ferguson is uh, great on bottom. But I think most of the fight will stay on the feet, and I also think Paddy by decision. So we're going to agree on that one. Now, the next fight is my personal pick for fighter of the night. I think this is going to be crazy. We've got uh, the undefeated Shavkat Rachmanov against Stephen Wonderboy Thompson. So uh, Shavkat is still uh, undefeated, as I say, on 17-0. and but I think it's safe to say this is the toughest challenge of his career so far. Wonderboy, on the other hand, uh, he hasn't fought uh, in over a year now and has been sort of up and down the past couple of years. What do you make of him so far? Stephen Thompson. Absolutely. Um, yeah, he's he's a master at what he does, isn't he, really? Yeah. But, you know, he's, he's getting on now. He's 40. He's, he's very much a, a reflex based guy and um that's that's sliding away a little bit so yeah we'll see how it goes he's still he's still a savage though and he, he's still dangerous and i think shavkat this is definitely his toughest competition yet um 
and yeah, Thompson's always dangerous, man. Like he can catch you anywhere. So Shavkat's got to be careful on this one. And you know, Shavkat obviously being sort of he's a young fighter and as I say, undefeated. Do you think sort of like the last fight, this is kind of being seen as the UFC by the UFC as a sort of passing of the guard? Yeah, yeah, definitely could be. Um, yeah, Thompson's older now. I think he's probably looking at retirement soon. He has to be, really. Um, so I think the UFC probably wants Shavkat to win this one, take a big name and, and move his way up the division. You say that, though, but uh, Thompson has come out in the press conferences and obviously he said he's going to win, or he thinks he'll win, but he said that if he does win or if Shavkat wins that they deserve a title shot. Do you agree with that, or do you think someone else sort of is in the wings? I mean, Bilal's there, but he's not the most exciting. No. I'm going to be honest with you. So, I mean, he probably does deserve it, though. Or maybe they deserve to fight Bilal for the opportunity. Yeah. There's um there's a lot of fights that can be made after this, really. I wouldn't be surprised if the UFC gave him a title shot, though. Um, it's fair enough. And what do you think happens for the loser in this one? I know I was speaking to you earlier about uh, about Ian Gary. Do you think that could be a logical next step? Yeah, yeah, I think so. With uh, with Gary out as well, if I mean they could give him give Gary straight to one of these guys. Yeah. Or they could give Gary someone else first, and if he wins that, then yeah, that's a, a logical matchup as well. The loser of this fight. I think that's what well, what I was saying to you before, and that's kind of how I see it going personally. I think the the winner of this goes on depending on what happens in uh, in the main event, uh, either to fight for the title or to fight Bilal as a, t- as a number one contender, I think the loser of this fight, especially if it's Wonderboy, will fight Gary if he wins his next fight. I think Gary's got to fight either Vicente Luque next month or if Luque fights someone else in the card, because um, I know there's been talks about Kevin Holland coming in. Um, then fight someone else next month uh, on 297. And I think if Gary wins that, then he should fight as the main event in Dublin, which uh, Deanna White's told TNT Sports he wants to go back to this year. The two of them should fight as the main event. And I think that would be an amazing fight. I would love to see Ian Gary fight Wonderboy. That would be class. As an Irish fan, it would be great. But anyway, moving to your prediction, what do you think for this one? Rachmanoff, Thompson, who are you going for? I mean, I know... Rachmanov is a favourite in this one and I think I'd probably back it but Thompson's still so dangerous I think Rachmanov's really got to back him up to the cage hold him there for a while and you know tee off on him a bit but that's going to be difficult with Thompson and he can clip you from anywhere having said that I still think Rachmanov gets it done I reckon it's a decision yeah so you're not going with your favourite fighter of all who's come out and predicted Thompson to win actually but um, yeah, topology voters are going 2,941 predictions, and this is actually by quite some distance the biggest uh, one-way sort of voting. 90% going for Rachmanov, 60% by submission, and only 10 of them, 10% going for Thompson. I unfortunately, well, I mean, I guess it sets up a fight I want to see, but I definitely agree. I think Rachmanov will definitely get the win, and I actually think by knockout, um, which would be a shame to see for Wonder Boy, but you know he's getting on now, so I think and Rachmanov's so dangerous. But, um, yeah, so the ne- next fight is our first championship fight of the night. We've got Alexandre uh, Ali Pantoja against Brandon Royval, which uh, is number two in the rankings. Actually, a rematch. Um, we've got newly crowned uh, Pantoja defending his belt uh, for the first time against old rival Royval, uh, Roy who he beat previously. So, how are you seeing this one? You know, how, what do you make of this fight? 
yeah, it's a good fight. It's um nice little rematch. To be honest, the uh, first fight ended Pantoja round two rear naked, and you know there's a danger of that happening again. To be honest, it's, it's not been too long since the last fight, I don't think. But Roy Val has won his last two, and he has improved a, a fair bit. So we'll just have to see how it goes. It's a it's a tough fight to call. And on the other side, Pantoja, the champ, is on a four-fight winning streak, including the win over Roy Val and a win over the former champion, Brandon Moreno. Do you think this could be a new start of a new reign at flyweight, or do you think there's other contenders? Uh, there's definitely potential. You know, with Figueredo going up, he was he's probably one of the toughest competitions there, but he's, he's not, not in flyweight anymore. Um, but, you know, you've got some other names coming up as well. You've got Manel Cap. Um, he, he's had a little bit of a win streak recently and looked quite good in his last few fights. Steve Erseg, another Australian with bulk. He, he's coming up. I like him. He, he's good. His last fight was very impressive. He got a bit tired halfway through the fight, but, you know, looked all right. And then you got the classics, Kai Cara France, them lot. So there's still a lot of competition at that division, still a lot of good fights to be made. So we'll have to see how he does against competition like that. And what do you think about Mohamed Mokayev, another British fighter who's been doing great recently? And... Uh, you know, if he fights, I think it's within the next couple of months, he could could be the youngest champion ever. I know that's certainly his aspirations, but it might be a bit too early for that. But um, what do you think of him? Do you think he's another top contender in the division? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, he's, he's an animal. Um, and, uh, yeah, he'd be he'd be tough competition for Pantoja. Um, you know, Pantoja's got that, that jiu-jitsu, though, and Mikhaev's very much a wrestler, so that'll be an interesting matchup. Okay, so going to your prediction then, who do you think for this one? I reckon Pantoja probably gets it done by sub again, same as last time. Yeah. Do you think maybe a good bit longer this time, or do you think it could be just quite as dominant? Might be a bit longer. Roy Val looked good in the first round in the in the first fight, if I remember correctly, but but I think ultimately he goes the same way. Pantoja's a, a beast on the floor, isn't he? So we've got 2,892 predictions in topology, 87% going for Pantoja, and 63% of that being by submission. I'm inclined to agree with topology and with you. I think Pantoja gets it done, and by submission, I think pretty early, to be honest. No disrespect to Roy Bell, but I think Pantoja is really, really good. So yeah, I think that's how it goes. And finally, big main event of the evening, welterweight championship fight between Leon Rocky Edwards and Kobe Chaos Covington. I think this is definitely the one that we're both looking forward to the most. Uh, and, yeah, it's a, it's a big one for both fighters. How do you think of this so far? What's what's your thoughts? Yeah, this one's exciting. I, I've been looking forward to this for a while. Um, Edwards, obviously, on a mad win streak and beating uh, Kamara Usman twice. It's a pretty impressive resume. Um, Covington... He's he's got some good wins on him, and he's he's a savage. It, it, the way he pushes the pace is um is insane, and that's something that Edwards is going to have to counter. The wrestling is going to be difficult for Edwards. I think Edwards needs to be a bit offensive with his own wrestling uh, if he wants to keep in the fight. And otherwise, there's a risk it, it runs away from him. But but we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, Edwards obviously on that 11-fight win streak. Uh, been really impressive. I've seen, there's been some talks, sort of as there always kind of seems to be online, that sort of Edwards isn't really that good and, you know, he got a lucky shot to win the belt in Salt Lake City. I take it you're in agreement with me that that is complete, you know, lies. He's obviously very well deserving of uh, of this new championship reign and a top, top fighter. Yeah, yeah, that's a ridiculous thing to say. The second fight, 
he won a solid decision against Usman. And Usman, as we know, is one of the most dominant champions in welterweight for a long time. So, yeah, I don't think there's any taken away from Edwards' talent here. And Colby, he obviously has got a couple wins in uh, recent years, but he lost both of his previous title chances against Usman, and the two wins were against Masvidal and Woodley, who I think, you know, no disrespect to both men, were definitely sort of in the tail ends of their UFC careers. So, do you think sort of Colby deserved this title shot, or do you think it maybe should have been someone else first? Yeah, I mean, I can't say he's the most deserving. How long has it been since he last fought? Like, three years? Yeah. To, or, uh, well, maybe not that long. No, not quite three years. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, la, la, uh, it was March 2022, so uh, it's been, you know... Nearly three ni- years. Ni- nearly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's been pretty inactive, I mean... Yeah, and, you know, he's... Yeah, he, he's he's fought some good people and he's looked good in his fights. Let's not get it wrong. He, he is he is definitely a good fighter. Does he deserve it? Probably not. But is he fun to listen to? Does it make sense for the fans? Yeah, yeah, I back it. Yeah, it's definitely a fun fight. And like Colby sells so many tickets. Donald Trump's favorite fighter. How can you reject that? Exactly. But I mean, what do you think? Say say Colby does lose. Do you think this could be his last fight? Hang up the gloves because. You know, realistically, he's not going to be getting another shot at the title, at least at welterweight. Or do you think maybe an opportunity to move up the weight division? How do you see it going for Colby if he does lose? Um, that's a tough one. I think I think maybe even move down a weight division. He's a little small for welterweight. Um, but you know, he's still got a chance there. He might stay here for a little while. If he, we'll see how it goes in this fight. If it's a close fight, he might want to might want to stay and go for it again. <clears throat> and it definitely could be a close fight. Like he's um. He is a tough guy, so, yeah, we'll see how it goes. And what about Leon? He's come out and said if he wins this fight, he wants to move up the division and fight the winner of um, of Strickland Duplessis next month. Do you think that's a good idea, or do you think maybe we're seeing too many sort of champions fighting champions and holding up their own divisions? Yeah, I love Leon, but I don't think that's the move to make now. There's still a lot of people to defend against at welterweight. Um, you know, you've got the likes of Bilal uh, and many others. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think he needs to defend a few more times. You know, he's only defended against Kamaru once. If he beats Covington, it's a big win. But yeah, a few more before he moves up. Yeah, I agree. I, I can understand where Leon's coming from because I don't think they're well. Maybe Bilal, but it's it's just like this awkward thing. You know, MMA fans listening will know what we're talking about, and anyone new like listening will won't know. But Bilal is an interesting character who I don't think is particularly popular for the wrong reasons. But um, So I don't think there's a clear number one contender. So I think Leon's idea is while he lets sort of the rest of the pack figure out who's number one, he'd go up with it. But I agree. I don't, I don't really like how many times we're seeing these champ-champ fights recently. And, you know, whoever wins in January, we've either got Duplessis, who is going to be a brand new champion. You know, first fight against the champion division below. Not really sure about that. And if it's Strickland, it's still only going to be a second fight. Um, as champion so I, I'm not sure as well I, I think I agree with you in that one I think I'd rather see Leon fight either a number one contender fight between um, the winner of Shavkot Thompson and uh, Bilal or just fight Bilal and let the others sort of see out what happens and I actually think if Colby wins Colby Bilal would be a really fun fight I don't know if you agree yeah it'll be it'll be a wrestling uh, wrestling spectacle that would we'll see who's better but um, yeah but we'll get to the predictions. 
Who do you think then? Do you think we're going to see Kobe get... Uh, I don't know if you've seen Donald Trump will be wrapping the belt around him if he does win. Do you think we'll see that happen? <laughs> or uh, or do you think Leon retains the belt? It's a hard one to call, actually. I think, realistically, Edwards wins. But there is also the risk, as we've seen in Edwards' fights before, that he he doesn't let go as much as he could. And he's let a lot of fights go longer than they necessarily should have. And with someone like Covington, who's cardio machine and can push the pace for five rounds you know Edwards needs to be I think aggressive in the early rounds to make sure he doesn't slip slip back on the scorecards so I think he's going to struggle to put Covington away but having said that I reckon Edwards wins by decision yeah so topology going 2,946 predictors so that's the most out of all the fights tonight no surprise because it's the uh, the main event. 64% going for Edwards, 59% of them by decision. Uh, actually, when I looked last week, it was 50-50. So, yeah, definitely a close fight. I, you know, when this fight was first announced, I don't know if you remember, or even months before it was announced, I, I love Leon, and I really am not a big fan of Covington. Uh, I was really, really worried about this fight. I really thought Covington would be the next champion, uh, even if Leon beat um, Usman. But as we've gotten closer, I think that last Leon performance, he showed he's got the cardio, and crucially, he's shown he's got the takedown defense. He can st- you know stuff the takedowns, and when it's on the feet, I think Leon is miles ahead of Covington. So I think quite comfortably, actually, that uh, Edwards will take this, and I'll, you know what, to be different, I'll say by knockout or, or stoppage, uh, I think he can get it done for sure, and we'll have two simultaneous British champs by Christmas Day, which is quite nice. Times. But yeah, so that wraps us up for the first Ultimate Fighting podcast. A little bit shorter than uh, the other episodes may be, but that's because there's only the two of us this month. So make sure you tune in next month to hear Harry's Harry's opinions, and we'll be breaking down uh, UFC 297. Thanks very much, guys.